the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black. September 18th. Years flown by. Almost in the final quarter which also implies that we're almost done with the third quarter, which implies we've got about a month till next round of earnings season. This is how my head thinks. Somewhere in there is Thanksgiving and Christmas, Black Friday, but I'm more about the Wall Street version. Wow. Do you watch Coach Prime conquering the football three for three? And all three games have been damn entertaining. Just throwing it down there for you. Um, Pretty entertaining stuff. United Auto Workers seem to have a new playbook. A very surprise attack strike strategy. Look, I don't think this is a great example where there's a lot of right answers. Wall Street, I think, is more about compromises. I think businesses is about compromises. You raise the United Auto Workers salary. And they're going to raise the prices of cars. And who's that going to hurt the most? The lower income in the middle uh, class. Um, you give them pensions for life, and you're going to GM and Ford. We need to move away from a pension-style world, except for, for the jobs that are truly, absolutely, 100% um, needed in unions. And I don't know if I have the right list. I'm being honest with you. But I'll start with police, teachers, and... Um, Firefighters. Tesla's operating just fine as a car maker without a union. Now, again, that's not fair. I know. Elon Musk and Tesla electric vehicles are different beasts. I do think unions like auto workers unions were very important in the 1940s and 1950s. Um, less so today. Now, again, we can get into a lot of philosophical arguments over it. All I can say is one thing I can tell you. When you see pensions, benefits, and salaries go higher, you'll see cars double in in car prices. Just throwing that down there for you. Um, Again, I am not a union worker, and I'm not in the middle of America. So this is something I don't know a lot about. Some headlines out there today. Arm IPO excited Wall Street last week, but there's been some challenges there. Um, I'm not throwing new money at Arm Holdings. Still a lot of it's being held by SoftBank. A lot. And when they decide to unload, it's going to be an avalanche. Maybe that's when I'll get in. Meta is developing a new, more powerful AI system as technology race escalates. So they want theirs to be open source so that other people can improve it. Very interesting idea. Um, one that for-profit AI companies don't like. 
and one that needs a lot of serious thoughts on how do we regulate this. Let's take a look at how the markets opened today, and then we'll take a look at last week, year to date, and a couple other things. Um, Very soft opening so far. No direction either way. Stocks are mixed as Wall Street is bracing for a Fed meeting this week. Could be a interest rate hike. It would be unlikely, according to what money is saying. Clorox is saying a cyber attack may impact first quarter results. That's worthy of note, as they are a Bay Area company. But on top of that, last week with MGM and Caesars. I have worked with a company in the past, and I won't say names, that got cyber attacked. And it was a big mess. It was a big mess. I did something with the IRS for the first time ever. Uh, Logging into the IRS to complete my taxes this year. They made me send a picture of my driver's license. And I've been validated in a completely different way other than just my email address. Click here. And my password fill in there. Very interesting. A lot of facial recognition there. And some other spooky technologies I probably know very little about. But let's move on today, shall we? I always like to hit the first segment to be strong. NASDAQ year-to-date's up 32%. The S&P 500's up 16.3%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 4%. The 10-year Treasury sits at 433. Wow. That's a new weekly high, in my opinion. Um, How long can we stay above 425? How long will stocks work above 425? And when I say 425, I probably should be saying 4 to 42.5, that 25 basis point range. If the Fed raises interest rates again today, if, big if, if ifs and buts were Canadian buts, uh, not so what a party would have. Um, that would push the 10-year probably to 4.2, 4.5. Another level we would have to deal with. Elon Musk, he must be enjoying the strike. Uh, woo Stop making cars for years. I know that's kind of a funny image, right? Um, I'm, I'll get into some of these ideas. I can give you one quick one. Tesla's labor costs about $45 an hour. GM, Stellantis, and Ford, they want $66 an hour. Interesting, right? When I put it like that. Air taxis are decades away, but there's a new company um, that are doing ultralights that are starting to take off now. Take off, get it? Uh, that's a technology I don't think I need at this point. In eh, four fifty, sure. After fifty, yeah, I don't think I need. Not my thing. Russell Brand has been accused of rape and sexual assault. Four women have accused the British actor and comedian of sexual assault between 2006 and 2013. Wow. That's a bit of a downer way to start the day. Um, I'm having a conversation this week with my youngest son about social media because someone at their school posted on Snapchat an inappropriate message about a teacher <clears throat> and their welfare. And I got to think of what I'm going to say to him. So uh, 21st century parenting, huh? 
California is suing Exxon, or I guess energy companies is the easiest way of saying it. So California is suing Exxon Mobil, Shell, BP, ConocoPhillips, Chevron, and the American Petroleum Institute, which is the lobbying arm of the oil industry. California has to deal with record heat, wildfires, severe rain, snow, rising sea levels. And they're saying that the oil companies were the liars of the truth on what their product was doing to society. Now, again, at one point in time, California sued the cigarette makers. And that whole avalanche came down pretty hard on the cigarette makers. Just throwing it down there for you. Like, why are we doing Medicare or uh, Medi-Cal for people when it's your product that's causing the cancer? Another dilemma in the world, right? Um, Instacart IPO is coming out this week. Instacart, the company that will go public for you, it's ready to go public for you. 30. Grocery delivery service plans to IPO tomorrow. The Fed meeting happens Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, 10 of the G20 economies will announce monetary policy decision, span, decision spans within 36 hours of each other this week. A lot going on. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. Pretty interesting thing that not lost on me, but I didn't hit in the first segment. Oil's moving higher again. And that's inflationary for the common worker who drives his car to work every day. It is bad for retail sales. As if you're filling up and it's 90 bucks or filling up and it's $100, you have 10 less dollars. And we tend to spend those $10 over time. It could discourage travel in airplane and on automobiles through the roads and in the skies. I can't say I can find anything super positive about high oil unless you own oil stocks. I would say somewhere between 60 and 80 is Goldilocks. Anything above 80 is too hot. Anything above 100 is that will burn your tongue and you will never, ever eat porridge again. Will we see oil above 100 again? I do believe we will in my lifetime. Will it ever consistently get up there? So far, it hasn't, which is very interesting that oil tends to correct itself as it moves higher. We use less of it. 10-year treasury sits at 4.34% today. It's all very interesting news. Um, a couple things else that I want to hit as far as the news cycle and what we're seeing before we go into some analysis is last week ended on a disappointing note with broad-based selling in the knock of the S&P 500 and NASDAQ um, arena that hit them now below their 50-day moving averages. The selling also knocked the S&P 500 and NASDAQ into negative territory for the week. That occurred as interest rates and oil prices rose higher last week. Participants are waiting to see how the markets are going to respond to Friday's sell-off. 
And they're very cognizant, ultimately, that a market-moving catalyst awaits on Wednesday with the Federal Reserve. And will they or won't they raise interest rates? And more importantly, what's their dot plot? What do they see for the future of interest rates, and when do they might start seeing them go lower? The UAW strike persists. Stellantis presented an offer to raise pay by nearly 21% over the contract term with an immediate 10% pay increase. It's been rejected as insufficient by UAW head Sean Fain. House Republicans presented a bill that would keep the government's funded through October 31. That's coming up again, too. The bill calls for an 8% cut in domestic spending and stricter border security measures. Yet the approach here is being labeled dead on arrival. So there's some drama at the end of the year. Do I still think it rates? Uh, do I still think markets go higher over the end of the year? Kind of do. Um, but we're not talking until October. Um, so I do think there is a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. Yes, I'm saying there's a chance. Let's move forward with today. Um, NVIDIA, will they be like Apple? Or will they be more like Cisco Systems? It's a really, really good question. And as a shareholder of NVIDIA, as a shareholder of Apple, as a what shareholder of Cisco, I think it, it invites the comparison. When the internet roared through the late 1990s and early 2000s, Cisco was a huge winner. They made networking switches and gear. They don't have what Apple has. Apple created the iPhone, uh, the smartphone category. Kind of. I, I know there's probably some nuance to that. But Cisco saw revenue jump from $2 billion in 1995 to $4 billion in 1996. The company then added another $2 billion in sales in each of the next two years. So they went from like $2 billion up to $19 billion in annual revenue. Just, just impressive. And we're seeing NVIDIA do that. We've seen Apple do that. And Apple kind of took us from the networking era to the wireless era. And the mobile arena. But through the way, Apple invested in developers, which Cisco never really had. Cisco probably should have invested in more network security um, to fight cyber attacks. As we're seeing, that's still very much so an issue. But Apple got lucky with companies making cool apps like Ubers and Snaps, and that gave the iPhone era more wind. Companies that were meant for the day and Netflix came over to the mobile Analysts have already compared NVIDIA to Apple, largely because NVIDIA has a software world that they dominate in. When I typically think of NVIDIA, I think of GPUs, graphic processing units, video game cards, servers, uh, environments. You've heard about video gaming going streaming, where Microsoft has the hardware on their end and you can pay for a service and play their games online. And all you have to have is an internet connection and a joystick and a TV. What, even though that's not fully fledged playing out that way, 
Um, it brings up how the services play out. Microsoft and Alphabet, um, Alphabet's division Google, are buying up NVIDIA's AI gear and paying to access it through cloud services. These companies are successfully developing next generation software and services that will generate revenue gains for themselves and more importantly, uh, for NVIDIA. So NVIDIA has amazing software that is very well established in developing product that works with their hardware. I think it's still too early to say if NVIDIA is going to be Apple. I would look at Apple as an infrastructure play, as a hardware play, and the software has really helped the hardware. Demand for cards from NVIDIA that used to mine cryptocurrency fell off in 2018, leading to a crypto hangover. One. The end of the pandemic era, demand for gaming cards. Last year, ding sales. So NVIDIA is not perfect. So they're going to really have to get it right with the whole software environment. They need that whole ecosystem. You've heard me talk about ecosystems before and how important it is to understand. Um, Microsoft and Intel had what was called the Wintel monopoly, where essentially every computer you bought had Windows on it and an Intel processor. I would say Microsoft came out of that a lot better than Intel came out of that 20 years through the process. So is NVIDIA the next Cisco and Intel, or is NVIDIA next Apple? Very interesting. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Need a referral to a financial planner? Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Instacart's going to be an IPO this week, and I don't want to talk a lot about it right now. I'm not a big IPO investor. I like companies to be a little bit older, a little bit more established to see how they trade in good economies and bad economies. See how they trade in up markets, down markets, high interest rates and low interest rates. You can't always have it all. And you can move, miss out on a significant move by being late to the party, but I'm okay with that. When the COVID pandemic had many Americans declining to go to the grocery stores, do you remember in 2020 where you had to wait to go in? Sales at online grocery startup Instacart rose 590%. Its venture capital valuation soared to $39 billion. Now, as it prepares to come public, it's coming public at a much smaller number. To the tune of 75% lower, maybe $10 billion. They're going to be selling shares at $28 to $30 a piece, giving public investors a better shot at a profit. With roughly $2 billion in cash on the balance sheet, the company's enterprise value could be as high as $8 billion atop the IPO range. So if they came public in 2020, they would have come public at $39 billion, roughly. Now they're coming public at $8 to $10 billion. So it looks a lot more like a value stock as if some of the speculations already been wrung out of it. Kind of liking the way I'm talking. 
will it rekindle sales growth is the big question. There was a lull in the first half of this year. Now, they don't just do grocery shopping like Uber. They also run advertisements so that when you're filling up your electronic cart, it's showing you ads for you put in Coca-Cola. It says, do you want to try Jolt Cola for $2 off? And with AI, that can get very smart very fast especially with them serving data to the advertisers of look how well it's worked in the past. Instead of Oreo single stuffed, you can pay an extra dollar to get double stuffed. That's going to get some sales, right? That's going to get some clicks on occasion. Still not interested, but I'm trying to get there, you know? DoorDash, which mostly delivers restaurant meals, posted net loss in the first half of $4.1 million, but made six EBITDA over the 12 months. EBITDA is not something I'm interested in. EBITDA means earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, amortization. It's like saying we would have made this amount of money if we didn't have to pay those things. Instacart generated $486 million in EBITDA in last year, including $279 million in the last six months. Um, there, there's some things that you look at and you go, I'm interested, but in the end, I'm just going to have to pass for now. If COVID numbers start to spike, I might instantly go to and say, let's put some money in Instacart. If Ebola 23 or 24 or COVID 24, do you see where I'm going at with this? If any of those stories start percolating, maybe. But I got to see that catalyst. They've also talked about having you go to grocery stores and having a magical cart that you can start filling up like you can with Amazon and walk right out of the store and get charged for it or developing that cart technology for grocery stores. Feels like a, a, a pool to me. So I'm saying I'm going to say no for now. I want to learn more. $175 billion was spent on buybacks in the second quarter, marking a 20% decline year over year, as well as a roughly equivalent drop off from the first three months of 2023. Part of the collapse is due to what's happening in the banking sector. The year's first quarter marked the first time in six years that banks and financial groups surpassed tech players in the realm of repurchases. With interest rates yielding five and a quarter percent on my investments in cash and money markets, I'm like, okay. I could see how companies like Apple, which have billions and billions and billions of dollars in cash, saying we can earn five and a half percent or we can buy back our shares to growing at two. I could I could see some dilemmas there. Just things to talk about, right? Things make you feel good and say things are changing and you better believe the next 15 years is going to be different in the stock market in the last 15 years. In particular, due to a higher rate interest rate environment, and I don't see us going down to 0% interest rates and 3% mortgages in my lifetime. Again, hopefully, as long as, A, there's no major act of terrorism, and B, um, no major disease like COVID that spreads through the world. Those are two of the reasons rates went as low as they did. It doesn't make me feel great. 
New word of the day, hackpot. Hackers of MGM and Caesars have upped the ante as cybercrime crashes the corporate party. Last week, casino companies MGM and many of their resorts suffered a massive hack that critically disrupted their business. Caesars said hackers stole customers' social security and driver's license numbers, and it reportedly paid the cybercriminals $15 million not to leak the data. The same group who broke into the MGM systems is believed to have hacked Caesars. Members of this group are said to be as young as 19 years old. There's going to be a movie made. There's going to be a movie made. You know it, and I know it. Is that fair to say? Um, let's talk about some of the myths of retirement. Uh, your withdrawal rate, it's not going to be 4%. Some years it's going to be 4%. Some years it's going to be more or less. You're going to need to revisit how much you can take out and how fast you can take it out and what your RMDs, required minimum distributions, are going to be. I expect to be working part-time on my family's finances when I retire. I don't expect it to be automatic, like, oh, this is the set number and this is all retirement's golden. Now, again, I work with a CFP at EP Wealth, and a lot of this is done for me. I have a lot of trust in the CFP process. I'm not stressed that there's fees involved. Um, in fact, I kind of want it that way. When I got into a legal issue, having an attorney that was free doesn't feel as good as having an attorney that you're paying. I think you have to pay for some expert advice in your life and access to expert AI and expert software systems. So what rate? 3%, 4%? I, I look at that as I'm going to have to revisit that quite a bit. Now, fortunately, my CFP is going to do that for me. But I still have to be wise enough to digest what the freaking 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 freck he's saying to me. Here's another myth of retirement. And this one goes, I own this one. When I was 16, 17, 18 years old, I thought Medicare covered all healthcare expenses. It doesn't. You're going to have to get supplements that you're going to pay for. There's advantage plans. There's living benefits for a rider for your spouse. There's hybrid policies. It's a valuable program for many retirees. There's no doubt about it. Deductibles and co-payments can be significant, though, as well as the cost of care for dental, vision, and hearing conditions that are not covered. If I tell you anything today, um, brush your teeth twice a day. And floss, take care of those gums and those choppers. Because getting a fake tooth or a bridge or things along those lines, not cheap. And from what I understand, and I'm not a doctor, a lot of disease comes into your body through your gums. Brush your teeth twice a day. Another myth that's out there on retirement is that Social Security won't last. I think it's going to last. I just think it, its benefits are going to go lower and you're going to have to take them later. If you're near or further away from retirement, you're going to want to track Social Security changes. I know exactly how much I'm going to get at 62, 65, and 70, but I'm going to have to check that next year and five years from now um, on a regular basis. That's a number that changes. 
And Congress can probably make, make it change even more in the future. Another big myth about retirement is that you're going to work forever and ever. Some people can, some people can't. As I've gotten older, I want to physically work less. I want to mentally work more. But the idea of driving into work and parking in a city where there's a lot of car break-ins, like, I don't really want to do that anymore. That's kind of a young man's game. But on top of that, physically speaking, you know, an hour a day of driving two, equals two hours a day round trip. Now, that's the white collar problem, but the blue collar problem is I'm not doing hard work. And I think we all know that at the end of summer, I went whitewater rafting and then I got knocked out of the boat and Chad Burton laughs every time I say that. Um, I got a bruise that was the biggest bruise I've had in my life. And 10 weeks later, it's, it's still kind of a big knot in my leg. Physically, I'm not what I used to be. Um, the bruise healed, but there's a big old Charlie horse knot still there. Probably need to work on that, but here I am doing this. Another big myth in retirement is that you'll spend less and pay less in taxes. <clears throat> a lot of people want to live in their home that they're in now till the day they die. That's probably not going to happen. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. If you need a referral to a financial planner, I work with a financial planner. That kind of introduction kind of help feel you out if you need it or don't need it. Let's have a conversation. Let's do a Zoom call. Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about some myths in retirement. And to repeat, I think the biggest ones are, I don't need to revisit my withdrawal rate. I think you do. I don't think you hit cruise control when you decide to unplug. And you need to stay, continue to stay educated. And that's tougher and tougher. Laws are constantly, regularly changing. Trump's tax cuts are going away. Probably not 100% sure. I'm not a politician. But that's the latest and closest example where I could tell you things change. Medicare doesn't cover all your health care costs, and health care can get very expensive in retirement. Social Security, it will last. People, Some people think that it won't last. I just think it's going to be you take it later, and you get fewer options. It'll be a skimpier program over time. A lot of people think they can work forever. I do not think I can work forever. I think I could do a podcast using my brain. Probably what, what would it be ideal? Once or twice a week instead of the five to 10 hours that I'm doing right now. I'll spend less and pay more. Um, no, no. I'll spend less and therefore I'll pay less taxes in retirement. That's a myth. Inflation erodes your purchasing power. Let's not forget that. Then when you travel, you visit your children and your grandchildren, you pursue new hobbies and activities. You may not be in a lower tax bracket. You may qualify for fewer tax breaks, such as mortgage and college savings deductions. Tax rates may also rise in the future. And then the one that I want to hit one more time is that I probably, the house that I'm in now, I do not expect to be living in when I pass. If I pass in a normal way and not in a car crash or a heart attack later today, I completely expect to be living in a single floor home. 
or potentially in an assisted living situation. Don't want to live in assisted living. It's expensive and it's lonely. When I visited my mother in her old folks home, it was sad. It felt like a checking into a prison. She was in a room. It was a lovely room, but it was small. She had her own private toilet and shower. But she didn't have a lot of friends at the facility. There's always a lot of drama at these facilities of, oh, this person doesn't like that person. And when I go to check in, you literally check in at a front desk and it's, I want to see prisoner 0110732. Don't forget to check out on your way out. She's allowed to leave the premises, but you have to have her back. And I just, I remember great sadness seeing my mother sitting in her chair watching TV. Just throwing that down there for you. I'm not trying to bring the show down. Just trying to be honest. Retirement's not usually what you think it is. Um, the Federal Reserve's updated forecast for its benchmark interest rate are due on Wednesday. I think that's a probably the big day of the week, to be honest with you. Hurricane Fane. I like saying that. I know you're saying, hold on, wait, is there a hurricane I don't know about? No, no, he's the guy representing United Auto Workers. This is not an ordinary labor versus industry clash. And I think the big winner right now is Elon Musk and Tesla. If you've been waiting to get in on Tesla, if the strike goes on, ding, 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 ding. They're not going to have to cut prices. Now, again, you know, what's funny about that is GM, Ford, and Stellantis all did very well during the pandemic because they weren't producing a lot of cars. They didn't have to cut prices and they didn't have to compete with each other on discounts. And they didn't have to have staffing full time. I can't and I hate seeing things like Joe Biden going, you know, you guys need to work this out. You need to share your billions of profits. Well, keep in mind. GM was bankrupt not that long ago. There wasn't billions of profits. And that in large part is due to pensions. Pensions are great for society. Pensions are horrible for financial commitments for the long term. Let me just give you a quick example of my own mother. My father passed away when he was 60, 58. My mother passed away when she was 85 plus. She had enough money to last till about 90, 91. But if she lived to 100, she was completely out of money. Um, and that's the problem with the unions is that they make the promise of we'll take care of you forever and ever and ever. And we're living longer and longer and longer. And that's tough. So when you hear UPS drivers making what you think is a large amount of money, a lot of that money that they're not making now is going into their pensions for the future. Tesla doesn't have to do that. Tesla's like, we'll give you a fair salary plus access to a 401k. Take it or leave it. And I think the UAW will be happy if they get the pay raises, if, even if they don't get the pensions. Keep in mind, they do get medical care for life. Um, that's pretty good. It's considered gold standard. So there's no right answer here. Let's just say we're paying attention to that this week. 
Stocks fell last week as traders took risk off the table ahead of the policy decisions from the U.S., U.K., and Japan. Oil's pushing towards $95 a barrel, highlighting inflationary pressures ahead of those meetings. In the 1970s, if you take a look at inflation, probably the greatest period of inflation in the state of our country's history. There was a big spike up from normal levels to teen. Then it pulled back to 5%. We've beat it. We've beat it. It's gone from 15, 16, 17% inflation numbers down to 5%. And then it rose again back to the 15% level. So our Federal Reserve knows that that was 50 years ago. But they still need to be cognizant of, of history and not repeat the problems that created another spike in inflation. It's going to be rule changers. 30. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. If you need a referral to a financial planner, um, if some of those retirement myths hit home, trust me, get professional help. I'm using it. I'm five to 10 years from retirement, maybe 15, but maybe five. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Drop me an email, Rob at robblackshow.com. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.